feeling all the feelings, something that so many of us are so afraid to do and rightly so, they can seem extremely daunting at times and we have become a culture of uh, escapism, a culture of wanting to run away from our feelings as much as possible. We try and do anything we can just to shut them down and not feel because we also live in an environment or in a society that that doesn't create space for healing and nourishment. Everything is sort of on the go and feeding this rat race and, and getting, you know, your stuff done for the benefit of a bigger business. Um, that might be true for only some and not everybody. But I really wanted to go into this podcast because it is something that I feel is so important today in our overall well-being is just allowing ourselves to feel, giving ourselves the permission to feel things. The reason why I really want to get into this today is especially because we are seeing such a rise in uh, mental health illnesses like depression or we see uh, anxiety a lot more and it's again has been a, um, a taboo subject for such a long time and it's not doing anybody any favors and unfortunately the the secret of it and the the quietness of the the ailments of depression of anxiety means that people feel like they suffer alone um it it means that they you know they go to their doctor alone and then they're prescribed a pill which is supposed to magically make everything feel okay but what that pill is essentially doing again is anesthetizing us just as we anesthetize ourselves with uh, drugs with tv with alcohol with um, gambling, with sex, with shopping, whatever it is we can use to fill that void, um, that void within us that some of us may feel um, and some of us may be completely unaware of as we do these things and we, we don't think anything of them. Um, but we, um, the, the point is, is that we don't truly deal with our feelings we are constantly ignoring them and ignoring ourselves. And there is no way in any shape or form that we can actually allow ourselves or go through a healing, true healing process if we are constantly ignoring our truth. And our truth are those very feelings that sit inside of us, those feelings that we bury or those feelings that we give insignificance to. So it could be for so long we've told ourselves, oh, no, it's not a big deal. And we just push that feeling to the back of us, thinking that it's just magically going to disappear. Um, and we invalidate it by giving it this insignificance. But it sits, It these feelings sit within us. They manifest physically inside us after a while and they can create proper blockages in the body or ailments, disease, stiffness, physical tension, muscle tension. We carry so much of our tension on our shoulders and our necks and that's from the saying, you know, I feel like I'm carrying the world on my shoulders. We carry this energy, these stored feelings, these energies which are all vibrations um, within us. We are all vibrations. We all have fields of vibrations and they are affected, our thoughts are vibrations. Um, that's why, you know, um, positive affirmations and things like that can really, really help higher our vibrational frequencies. So 
feelings are something that we really need to make friends with and not be so afraid of. And what's interesting is this plays out differently for both men and women. So men can typically, we can typically find that men will find themselves in fear and anger. And women will typically find themselves in sadness and fear. So men have a very difficult time expressing sadness. And that's purely because society have conditioned men to believe that they need to be these strong, macho men who don't feel, you know, they have to hold everything together, um, keep everything together, as well as provide, as well as perform, as well as be strong, as well as all these pressures, 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 societal pressures that that is put on our men to to be a certain way that may mean um, concealing their truth. And I find this a great sadness in society because as well as the rise of depression and anxiety, we are seeing a massive rise in suicide and uh, especially suicide in men and these are affecting men and it's no wonder why because they're not allowed to feel these emotions of sadness of pain of you know it's it's seemed as a weakness or failure if a man is uh to show any sort of emotion and i find this incredibly um heartbreaking you know, we are all human, we we all feel things for a reason, whether we're man, woman, whatever you are, we all have feelings, that's what connects us as humans, is we all feel, we are conscious beings, we, we are complexed in our emotions, our feelings, our vibrations, our energetic fields, but this is exactly what connects us, and this is exactly how we connect to one another, so that is exactly why I uh, really feel the need to express my own truths um, and in a safe environment and that is one of the greatest reasons that I created this podcast to be able to talk about the subjects that aren't spoken about and to talk about my own feelings to uh, to connect to other individuals who might feel the same thing because I also went through depression and anxiety, a debilitating anxiety and horrible apathetic depression years and years ago and um, I really suffered alone and it was something that when I did try and bring it up to people it was so unheard of, so unspoken of and if somebody hadn't been through depression or anxiety themselves it was so difficult for them to empathize or to understand and so it really left me feeling incredibly lonely and the only way that I managed to pull myself out of it and make friends with it and nurture myself through it and it was to finally face my pains and my feelings that I'd been suppressing for years and years probably my whole life and the only thing that helped me to uh, bring those out and up again was therapy was seeing my psychotherapist and um she created this space, this safe space for me to be heard. 
And that is so important, creating that safe, non-judgmental space for others to be heard. For some people, that is their therapist. For some people who are uh, blessed enough, that could be a family member, a lover, a, 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 a friend, um, a stranger. But it, it is just that space of being heard that allows us to feel is what is so important as well today. And again, that is why I felt such a strong need and urge to create a women's listening circle, um, which will be on August the 26th, the next one in London. If anyone would, uh, any ladies in London um, would like to come, we're very limited to space. We like to keep it very intimate and cozy to only eight people. But if you are interested, um, you can drop me an email and you can find all my contacts on my website, lifespacehealing.com and get through to me on there and I can add you to the list. But again, that was my uh, opportunity to create a space for people where they can be heard, uh, especially in a big city like London, where everybody is so on the go and so rushed and so hectic and always just trying to get things done without the opportunity to just sit still and be. You know, we are human beings, we are not human doings, but we are so stuck in the... um, in the doing the whole time. It's this uh, imbalance of the masculine energy which governs the doing, whereas the feminine energy governs the being. We are heavily imbalanced in the masculine energy at the moment um, in our earth, but we are. there is a big shift going on where we are shifting our uh, consciousness onto more feminine energies, which is the being and the stillness and the nurturing and the creativity. And it is important that we always kind of create balance within these um, energies within ourselves and within our environments to create proper harmony so just creating that space to be is so important and that is the issue with why people are struggling to feel what they feel because that space isn't there that safe space to cry that safe space to 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 feel angry, that safe space to feel sadness, that safe space to just feel yourself and to just be yourself. Um, it exists, but we have to look so hard for it. And it's great because there is an incredible shift going on that is um, you know, bringing a lot of other people to create these spaces. We can create these spaces for ourselves. And when we create these spaces for ourselves, we can create them for others. And that allows others to also feel safe enough to open to us. So some people say, oh, I don't know why people just always feel like they can open up to me. That is because consciously or subconsciously, we are probably creating a space for people to feel comfortable enough to be able to open up. Um, I had that my whole teenage life growing up I remember my friends used to joke and say oh why don't you just become a therapist and start charging people or oh my gosh you you know you give yourself so much to other people or people really open up to you you know we'd have a friend that you know we'd know you know everyone would sort of know nothing about but then all of a sudden this friend would open up to me about their deepest darkest secrets and I'd be like wow this is something that nobody else knows and um 
unfortunately, it was quite an unhealthy imbalance in my uh, teenage years where I was so giving to others, but I never gave to myself. So in the end, it drained me. So my friends would be like, you need to stop being there for everyone. Just, you know, tell them to shut up. Or And I'd be like, I can't. I just wanted to help everyone. But really that that helping for everyone was a crying out for help within myself as well. I really needed... um. I really wanted that love and that nurturing and that help for myself and so I was I knew what it felt like to not have it so I was giving it so much to others without giving it to myself just led me to be really drained so um, eventually through my journey of learning and understanding and and growing and I uh, recognized that that I had so much more and I still do to give to myself um, to really uh, heal me and bring me back up and fill my tanks again so um yeah it's 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 incredible how how much we uh can really make a difference when we create that space for ourselves to be heard um essentially or if we allow ourselves to go into spaces to be heard and the thing is with feelings is that we can also notice uh, so many of us have this deep fear of, of, of being alone and it's because it's in our aloneness that these feelings start to come up. So you'll notice when people can't face being alone, it's really because they're too scared, they, they, they have this fear of facing their truth. Um, which may be these feelings and these feelings when they don't know how to express them and deal with them they can make us feel lonely they can make us feel sad they can make us feel uh, afraid and being able to talk them out with somebody is what makes us feel less alone being able to express them is what makes us feel um less depressed or less anxious because uh from my own experiences, depression and anxiety were such a suppression of my feelings. And I didn't know that at the time, of course, but after going through therapy and, and plenty of other um, healing methods, I realized I had just been stuffing so much down for so long that they were manifesting themselves in my body as anxiety and depression. So... In whichever way you can, really try to sit with yourselves and honour yourself with the ability to just be able to feel your feelings through and honour yourself and your growth and your self-love with that healing process that you deserve to really face your feelings, to really look them in the eye, whether they're fear, whether they're sadness, whether they're guilt, and just look at them in the eye and acknowledge their existence. Because the more we ignore them and push them aside, the more they're just sitting there, piling up in our bodies, accumulating, manifesting themselves as physical illness, as disease, which can be understood as dis-ease. They sit within us and they accumulate as much as we want to believe that they are gone once we push them aside. You know, we might then end up trying to numb ourselves in, in any way possible. You know, we, 
We think going out and drinking is fun, but maybe subconsciously we're really drowning our sorrows. We're trying to numb ourselves. Alcohol is the biggest anesthetist. Um, so many of these actions these are very self-destructive and, and can be uh, incredibly um, numbing and it's just a huge form of escapism. A great doctor, uh, physician um, and author, Dr. Gabor Mate, does a lot of work around this, a lot of work around addiction. You know, we don't have to be doing something every day to be addicted. I think also the the understanding of what addiction is, is not necessarily the amount that we do something, but it's also the intention that we we do something with. And so you don't have to be drinking morning till night to be an addict. Um, you can just be drinking in a self-destructive way that is essentially you trying to run away from something or escape from something um, that is harming you. Uh, that, you know, is a form of addiction. Um, addiction is something that we, we use to, to numb us, to keep us disconnected, to keep us further from our truths. And uh, yeah, you can look him up. He has a, a website and many books, um, which are incredible. His name is Dr. Gabor Mate, and that's G-A-B-O-R-M-A-T-E. Um, he also does talks all around the world and you can YouTube him actually and watch some of his talks on this stuff. He's an incredible, incredible man. So it's it's funny to see how when we suppress our feelings, how they come up for us later. And when we suppress them so strongly and then are you know, we, we become sick, what we think is all of a sudden, um, is actually just so much suppressed emotion and energy within us that's creating these blockages within our bodies that create illness. And I know that might sound like an, a completely insane concept to uh, so many of you, but there is so much scientific research behind this. And again, Dr. Gabor Mate actually wrote a whole book about it. Um, and, you know, he's coming from a scientific perspective but then also explains beyond that through just his own experience of practice with patients and the book is called when the body says no exploring the stress disease connection i mean it's already scientifically researched how much stress contributes to cancer um, and there's a reason for all of this you know again we are all vibration and energy and Beyond our physical plane, beyond our physical bodies, we have our spiritual bodies, our astral um, planes, and they that is where health starts. So vibrational medicine, we're seeing more on the rise. Vibrational medicine is something like sound healing, like crystal therapy. Um, and there's a great book as well at the moment that I'm reading called Vibrational Medicine by Richard A. Gerber, who is again a, um, a medical doctor, uh, you know, is well into his 70s, I think now, and has written this great big fat book all about um, vibrations and energy. And it goes a lot into Einstein's theories of medicine as opposed to Newton's theories of medicine, which is where we have um, adapted uh, conventional medicine from. So that's a great book if anyone's interested. It's it's very heavy to read. It's very, very scientific. But if somebody that's trying to understand vibrations and energy from a more scientific background, if somebody feels like they need a bit more um, uh, research to it, um, 
then definitely pick up this book. If you're someone that's skeptical to the kind of uh, what might seem airy fairy spirituality to you, then this book is great uh, because it's it's very heavily scientifically backed. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's a great one. Going back to honouring our feelings, there is a little quote that I saw today and it says, nothing destroys self-worth, self-acceptance and self-love faster than denying what you feel. Without feelings, you would not know where you are in life, nor would you know what areas you need to work on. Honour your feelings and allow yourself to feel them. And that is so true. Our feelings are our biggest teachers. They, they teach us all that we need to know. When we feel things, they are our lessons. And we can delve deeper into them. And the deeper we go, the deeper the healing we do. Sometimes these feelings stem from past lives. Sometimes these feelings uh, come from generations ago. Um, and the deeper we can get to them, the, the, the deeper the healing, the greater our health, the greater our lives, the greater we are able to then heal others. You know, the, there's that beautiful saying, um, a healer is someone who has healed themselves. A true healer is someone that has healed themselves. And that is really where the true healing begins within ourselves. So to change the world, we need to change ourselves first. There's that saying that says, um, if we want to see change in the world, we need to start with ourselves first. That's exactly true. And, you know, it comes without even needing to do anything. But once we focus on healing ourselves, that energy pours out into our immediate environment it pours out into the world it pours out and it creates this beautiful domino effect that then creates space and an energetic field for others to want to heal themselves it creates um, inspiration for others to want to heal themselves you know that's another beautiful thing about being able to tell your story is when someone has been through grief and pain and transformation and spiritual awakening through the, their darkest days telling that story serves as such an incredible inspiration to others you know coming out of that darkness and and you know having felt it all and felt the, the the hard times of it and being able to come out of it um is a true spiritual awakening it's a true healing journey and we don't ever learn or grow from our comfort zones never ever <laughs> so some people who you know carry on going through life on autopilot you know going out on the weekends getting smashed going to work nine to five every day and their life just becomes that uh, might seem happy with it they might be like but I don't have any com complaints and they live on this sort of superficial level which that's totally fine but know that when we are at such a superficial level we are at such a superficial level of all feelings so we only feel to a certain extent and that's good and bad and that might seem like a blessing and a curse because whilst we block ourselves from from feeling anything bad being on autopilot just living our lives on kind of numbing mode we are also blocking ourselves from feeling all the beautiful things in life the beautiful things that bring elation um ecstasy that that feeling of love um of pure joy of 
these heavenly feelings that you know we are so worthy of feeling and that is what life is all about and I remember the very first time I was able to um, bring down my guards you know break down the walls that I had built around me for so long as protection um, and and allowed my vulnerability to pour through again this was all through therapy and allowed my vulnerability to shine through I was somebody that never expressed myself as a teenager I I held so much in and the funny part of that is is I've been diagnosed with Hashimoto's which is a uh, autoimmune condition um, the thyroid and the thyroid is a gland that sits in our throat and you know, again, going back to how things can manifest in us physically, it's so funny how, you know, for years of suppressing my expressions, for years of not using my voice to express my pain, my anger, for years of not expressing myself, I wonder how that, you know, could be obviously contributing to now what is physically manifesting itself in my body, um, which governs my throat area, my throat chakra, which is, you know, the throat chakra is is from where we speak our truth, from where we are able to communicate and express ourselves. So, so much of my healing has been around using my voice, hence this talking and hence the podcast and hence, you know, um, expressing my, my, you know, a lot of my journey on Instagram. And in any way that I can, I try to express myself in a, a in as much as possible speaking in groups, um, you know, used to be daunting for me. And sometimes still I get a wave over me that makes me feel so nervous. Um, but being able to share those feelings, good and bad, it was even hard for me to ever express nice things to people because I felt so shy. I felt like I was going to be re- going to be rejected um, if I did. And so I just kept everything to myself because that is how I feel I protected myself. And obviously after so long, um, that th- those barriers that I built around me, those walls that I created around me to protect myself, to shut myself down, um, actually was shutting me down from feeling the positives of life as well, the love, the joy, the true elation. Whilst I was having fun going out, getting smashed, drinking shitloads and doing whatnot, um, I thought that was fun, <laughs> but it wasn't really Um, I wasn't aware of that then, obviously, at the time. But later on, whilst I went through my healing journey and I stopped drinking alcohol for four years, um, you know, the very beginning of my journey of not drinking alcohol, I realized, I mean, I was hit with so many feelings and emotions um, that just came and slapped me in the face. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? And straight away, I plummeted into a downfall. And um, that is when I went through depression and I, I realized there was a lot that I needed to reconsider in my life if I really wanted to, to uh, live optimally. And I, I wasn't satisfied with the life that I was um, that I was uh, living because I was obviously in some period very destructive. And I was so unaware of it at the time. And if somebody had ever come and said that to me, then I would have been like, ha, whatever. I'm having the time of my life. I'm wild. I'm free. I'm running around. And um, But only when I stopped drinking alcohol because it got very destructive for me. And it's, you know, it's for a lot of people, it prob- you know, could have easily spiraled on. But I had a real big awakening when it just got to a really dark point. And um, it basically, I, when I stopped, uh, so much came up and I realized how much I used alcohol as a crutch 
And that is when I realized that addiction wasn't necessarily the fact that, you know, I was drunk morning till night because I wasn't. That wasn't my story. I wasn't an addict who was, um, you know, just morning till night drunk. And I think that's how we see addiction a lot of the time, someone that's drunk. But there are highly functioning addicts in society. In fact, I'd say 90% of addicts in society today are highly functioning in that they go to work, they have respectable jobs, they do their thing, but they are highly functioning addicts. They have big addictions to cocaine, to drugs, to um, to alcohol, to gambling, to shopping, to sex, to whatever it might be. Um, but just because they're highly functioning doesn't mean the pain isn't there. And essentially, that's what addiction is, is it's, it's trying to cover up that pain. And that's, again, what Dr. Gabor Mate goes into is when somebody has an addiction, it's not why are you addicted? It's where is the pain? Why do you feel this pain? And um, yeah, it's just, it's it's crazy how uh, we've been so disconnected from ourselves that we are, uh, have conditioned ourselves to feel, um, to, to sort of create these barriers and to just truck on and be strong and get through. And that's, I think how so many of us have tried to survive in this world is just be strong, just go on, just keep trucking, you know, get on with life and you need to do this. And so to help that, we kind of drown our sorrows or we drink on the weekends or we do these things that just keep helping us get by. But we need to give ourselves that moment to break down and to just breathe and to give ourselves a moment to just allow ourselves to not have to be strong, to just allow ourselves to, to stop being strong for once and just to allow ourselves to fully break down and be vulnerable and cry if we need to cry and let go and just let everything out. We all have this wounded child within us that is crying out to be heard every day. So much of our wounds come from our early childhoods and we carry these wounds and these traumas with us. Um, but if we don't make friends with it and we don't face and acknowledge this, these, these wounds, these deep feelings, then we are essentially ignoring this inner child within us who is crying for attention who is crying to be heard. And it's absurd because if we had a physical child in front of us, most of us, I'm sure, I'd hope loads of us wouldn't ignore this child. We would want to care for it. We'd want to love and nurture this child and ask why it's feeling hurt and um, is it okay? And, uh, you know, just make sure it's breathing this child this it's receiving love and that is this child this child we all have within us that is so worthy of being heard and nurtured and cared for so sometimes when uh i feel like i am acting out uh you know reacting to some things or something's emotionally triggered me i, I look back to that kid inside me and i think what is it that you're trying to communicate why are you feeling triggered in this specific circumstance, you know, and these triggers come up a lot in our relationships and our romantic relationships, especially, and um, our partners uh, are also greatest tools for learning and they're usually mirrors, we are mirrors of each other and they 
teach us what we need to know about ourselves. Um, you know, why are we attracted to this person? Are we becoming attracted to somebody that is destructive, to somebody who is um, just constantly hurting me the whole time? Or does this person do something that triggers me? And it's getting back into that dialogue with ourselves of, okay, why am I feeling triggered? Or why am I feeling attracted to this person um, that really breaks us free from our negative cycles or our negative patterns or, you know, uh, breaking ourselves free, but also um, healing these wounds within us that allow us to progress and move forward and move into um, our higher selves, uh, move into love, which is a love for us, comes from a love for ourselves. So that the, you know, the greatest relationship that we have is the relationship that we have with ourselves. And uh, once we are vibrating at the frequency of love, which is of the highest vibrations, that is the most nurturing and the most healing, you know, God is love and, and God is within us, love is within us. Once we are vibrating that within ourselves, we are um, putting out what we are uh, bringing in and we are um, creating this uh, higher vibration of healing for us, which radiates um, beyond us and to others as well. So we are so deserving of that. And that that child inside of us is so deserving of being heard. So next time you have a feeling come up, allow yourself to feel it. Sit with yourself and and question why you feel the things that you are feeling if you are feeling angry all of a sudden instead of just reacting to it and shouting at everyone throughout the whole day and spreading that 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 energy towards others try to just sit with yourself and think okay why am I feeling angry sometimes it could be simply because we actually just didn't check in with ourselves that day and we're feeling overwhelmed um, how can we nourish that? Tune into ourselves, listen to ourselves. That's the first way we can begin to acknowledge ourselves and nourish ourselves and love ourselves is tuning into us. Why did that just trigger me to get so angry? Because what that person said upset me. Um, and that upsets me because I have this understanding of not feeling good enough from my past okay so how can I make myself feel good right now in this moment I can nurture myself I can make myself a really nice meal um, I can make myself feel worthy of feeling good enough by by nurturing myself feeding myself with good foods um, giving myself a lovely bath and you know always think of yourself as the person that you would love most you would do anything for you know we are so quick to give acts of service and um, and gifts and love to people that we, we love and adore. Um, and we are one of those people that we really need to hold first in our priorities of, of, of loving. So all these things you would do for someone that you care for, do them for yourself. Um, that is how we nourish ourselves and create that space, that acknowledgement for your feelings to be heard. I find writing a really great tool and exercise, being able to write your feelings down. So you know, for feeling angry, write it down and feel that anger. And with with feelings like anger and stress and frustration, it's so important that we release them. 
It's so important that we acknowledge our feelings and release all of them. So, But when we feel anger, it's important that we release it out of our bodies. Um, we really let it out. So with sadness, we cry. That is our release. We, we let it out. We cry it out. It's a great form of release. With anger, we can scream, shout, kick, hit. And I don't mean another person. Um, you know, it's screaming into a pillow, uh, beating the shit out of your pillows. I know that sounds absurd absolutely insane but any kind of body work that allows us to let go of those feelings as well we acknowledge them and let them out um you know this this uh, there's this um uh, notion with spirituality that we just need to be in this constant state of forgiving and love which is absolutely absurd because that's another form of suppressing um, and not allowing ourselves to feel is I'm so angry today but just sit in this space of peace and everything will be okay no you need to release that anger first we come into our awareness which is acknowledging our feelings and then we uh, let it go through our expression so we express it so body work and again you know boxing letting that running um, physical exercise to really let out that those emotions of anger of sadness and fear and this is a great one for men who tend to be stuck in anger and fear is ways of being able to practice non-violent communication non-violent expression so you know take up a class in boxing or in kickboxing or um, any kind of body work that really allows you to move this energy through you um, sometimes yoga can be a great way of that um uh, anything that's you know hitting a ball so tennis baseball um, whatever it is that you can just really whew, let go of that uh, release that those uh, feelings sadness again you know crying letting it out um, writing uh, in all forms of just acknowledging our feelings can help us to understand what it is that we're feeling so keeping a journal journaling is is um uh, such a beautiful way of just being able to tune into ourselves to sit there and be like okay what am I feeling today I feel literally no one's gonna read this so write it in in confidence that this is for you and only for you and you're doing what you need to do to bring out the best in you to to make you feel good and this then radiates um to the others around you to others around you care for you and love you um, that love pours in through you and outside of you and it creates a better world it really really does it's a very very powerful energy um, so uh, don't be afraid of what you feel and when you feel things, just create space to feel them, whether that's at home in your own quiet time, um, you know, try to express them with somebody. So to a good friend, um, not someone who's just passing and going in your life. So sometimes that could be a partner or boyfriend. Um, it's uh, essential that we develop relationships with the people that are constant in our life. So a family member or a close friend that we uh, can open up to and share with because the feeling of being able to open up to only our partners and our boyfriends or girlfriends is that those people come and go and then it almost feels like when they go they've taken a part of us and it um, kind of creates this uncertainty or um, creates this uh, distrust or betrayal and 
we then don't feel like we have someone that we can connect to all the time when we need to. So it's very important that we, uh, you know, try and find that person, whether it's friend, family or a therapist, somebody that we can um, open up to and share those feelings and those uh, emotions with, um, you know, someone that we can really talk to on a deep level with and just be real and say whatever it is that we're feeling and, you uh, you know, it's so important when we're on the listening end of that to always listen and with no judgment um, and most importantly, sometimes without advice or opinion because our advice and our opinions are merely reflections of our own experiences that could be completely irrelevant to somebody else's. So it's so important when, you know, someone is feeling a certain way that we actually just listen and we listen with pure empathy and understanding and Instead of, you know, just going, oh, dude, you know, whatever, everything's going to be fine. Uh, you know, that's very invalidating. Um, that's very dismissive. What we really need to be saying is, I'm so sorry that you're going through such a sucky time. This must feel really difficult for you. You know, sometimes we don't know what to say. Just that, just, just, just a little note of empathy and understanding, you know, trying to understand what that person feels is so important and a really beautiful YouTube video is um, by Brene Brown, so that's B-R-E-N-E-E -E Brown and she's a great uh, speaker of vulnerability. Um, she has a sweet little video, um, just YouTube it, it's Brene Brown Empathy versus Sympathy on YouTube and it's a great difference of how we can actually empathize instead of sympathize so sympathize is just feeling sorry for someone but empathize is really putting ourselves in that person's shoes and just feeling their pain and struggle and saying I'm sorry you know and I you know I feel you um, is really what helps give people that support and that they're not alone so being on the listening end is also so important and when we can create that for others it creates an effect where people then start to create that for us and um, or we can create that for ourselves and it just teaches people the, the way of listening and the art of communication, which really is an art. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> um, so much to be said all the time. I think that it is also great to um, try and find listening circles uh, wherever you can. Um, it's also just such a nice group thing to do and it's so powerful with strangers as well when you're able to open up in front of strangers. It, it's insane you begin the, 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 the circle with not knowing anybody and then leaving feeling like you know everyone so deeply and it's again that just beautiful the confirmation of how we connect through our vulnerability um so sometimes that you know listening circles are growing and growing people hold listening circles for people um and uh i've been holding one recently for women and it's so important and i'm just going to put this message out there in case anybody is listening and feels the need to want to do this i really urge men especially to create more listening circles, to create circles where you can really come together and be true men of feelings and emotions and brotherhood. Um, 
I would love to run one myself. So if any men are on here listening and feel like they would love to do one in collaboration um, in London and come together and working together in something where we could hold a space uh, for men and men and women even to come together and just be able to share and be heard um, and then uh, and then heal would be beautiful. So yeah, I would uh, I would love to hear from you if that is something that you are interested in. Uh, again, you can find all my contact details on my website, lifespacehealing.com. Um, I would also just like to say that um, in whilst we're on the subject of honoring your feelings, if you do feel like you have things that you want to express, to me, please feel free to uh, write them out. Sometimes sharing things with strangers um, can feel like just an offload or just, just writing it out and sometimes not even having to send it but writing it out can help so much. But if you feel like you just want to write and let things off your chest um, or share something together, we can share things together, please feel free to contact me in any way, whether you want to email me or direct message me on Instagram or where, however you feel you want to connect, uh, you can find all of my details on my website, lifespacehealing.com. Um, and uh, I'm always here to listen to everyone. I may not be able to reply right away, um, but just that uh, exercise of being able to express oneself, whether you send it to me or not, is a great way that we can honor our feelings and begin our journey through healing. So on that note, really keep the love in your heart and nourish yourself as best as possible and know that you are so worthy of being heard and healed and you are so worthy of giving yourself the love that you crave and the love that you deserve. And on that note, I'm going to leave you with a favourite song of mine. And I hope you all have a beautiful, loving day. Remember, you always come first. <laughs>